Buenos dias. Good morning. This is Crush Cristobal with This Is Your Mind Ranting. Thank you for tuning in with us today. It's 28th of October, 2022. Happy Friday. So, just a little bit of a um, little bit of housekeeping. I am on my second week of writing every day online for the next 50 weeks every day. Now, it kind of sucks. Okay, I thought I was going to get over this after maybe a month or two, but I'm starting to realize that I probably need to read just a little bit more or I need to dump out more ideas. I mean, 365 days of daily writing can get monotonous. But it's a challenge that I hope to see all the way through. And I will do my absolute best to see all the way through. As it is, I'm actually writing twice a day, almost, uh, using the TypeShare app laptop and I use it on my phone too that's that's what I like about this daily writing challenge and not having to use you know I still write on the Substack and I write on medium as well but I've been using typeshare on my phone and it has been a godsend okay well I've written on my phone using Substack as well but you know it feels good to just be able to just type away and just and just hit publish uh, from just about anywhere uh, just, you know, in the last day or so, I've written, uh, let's see here, let's go back, let's go back to the 24th. So since the 24th, I, I mentioned I was just going to write once a day, but I feel like I just need to keep putting stuff out. So I'll write in the morning and then I'll write at night just before I go to bed. Um, so since the 24th, I've been writing twice a day almost. I might slow that down and just stick with writing once a day. First thing in the morning, it's always best to get your work done. Um, so like, let's see here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm going I'm to write uh, 10 times just in the last, just in the last, I don't want to, I want to say four days. in the last four days I've been able to write that much and um, that's not even including the um, actually no the last five days sorry and that's not even including the articles um, that I put out on Substack and the multiple tweets so I'm going to keep at it like I said for another 50 weeks and um, yeah we'll see what uh, comes of it the other thing I want to touch on, and I just want to touch on this really brief, um, I am quite excited to see what Elon Musk has to bring as the new CEO of Twitter. I really hope that he eliminates some of the bots um, that plague the site. I would say a good chunk of the users there are bots because... I'll click on a uh, 
a crypto fanatic or like a someone who uh, speaks nothing more than crypto and 90% of the bots are leading you to like a Binance like website or they're leading you to like a scammy looking NFT flipping program. And it's just like, I look at his, I look at his follower count and it's like half a million or a million. And it's just like, where are the genuine like users at to put something, to put forth a, a, uh, a critical thought. So I hope he eliminates that. Um, I hope that there's a lot more positive and um, positive engagement, and it opens up the door for us to be able to, to to debate hot topics like you know the Roe v. Wade uh, fiasco, uh, anti-gun, pro-gun legislation, the voting system. How the two parties can can work together to um, get us out of this um, well d- divisive hellhole that we've dug ourselves in. Um, it's quite funny that the guy actually walked into um, uh, Twitter headquarters carrying a freaking sink. So yeah, eh, we'll see what happens. And then the last thing I definitely want to talk about is um, poor Kanye look whether how do I say this what he said is inexcusable is unexcusable okay I mean the guy went on an anti-semitic rant um put on a white lives matter shirt I mean the fact that uh racist groups basically have coined the term to be their war cry it's just that shit's unacceptable the guy might need some help and i'm not gonna lie for the longest time i thought this guy was uncancelable i mean this guy was larger than life in many ways i can think back to his little rant that he had um on katrina um, alongside with mike myers mike myers i mean god bless him for having such a straight face um, as uh, Kanye went off on white America. But I think now, now that we've seen Kanye basically get dropped by Adidas and being escorted out by uh, the Skechers facility in LA, um, and then I guess his talent agency that does his touring for him, dropping him, um, not to mention his net worth dropping. And that's that's one thing that I laugh at because it's like they make it so dramatic where I think he was I think he was worth one or two billion dollars and then it's like, oh, because he lost out on the Yeezy deal that he basically dropped down to four hundred million dollars. Oh, the poor thing, how will he feed his family? Like I'm like, there's there's literally people out there saying that. I'm just like do you know what the average person can do with four hundred million dollars? Trust me, after some time, it's just you—you you would just be spending money on, on, on stupid shit uh, because of the value that it, it was placed on by a certain creator or by you know uh, the amount of diamonds that it has. But it's like you could 
resell that stuff. So I think he'll be fine at $400 million. Okay. Maybe this will humble him. Maybe he will get some help. I don't think we've heard the last of Kanye. I refuse to call him yay. That's just, I, it's Kanye. Sorry. I grew up with Kanye. All right. I grew up listening to some of his, um, some of his earlier albums after he hooked it with Jay-Z. I just kind of like fell off the earth with him, but still listen to some of his music. So, I mean, I honestly hope he gets the help that he needs. Um, I hope he just knows that um, he just has to watch what he has to say on the internet. And uh, what did Jews ever do to him? Right. For him to, to go off on them on Twitter. Who knows? At this point, uh, this is the last bit I want to ever talk about it, unless there's like some crazy update. Um, just his world is getting rocked a little bit. I'm sure he'll be fine after some time. People will go off and find another problem. Remember, I remember when people were going off on Will Smith when he uh, slapped uh, Chris Rock, right? And it's like, well, Will Smith is fine. Chris Rock, he's making a, he's having a laugh at this. And I, I think a lot of people forgot about that. And the memes were just, oh my gosh, the memes were just, they were said magnifique. <laughs> they were beautiful. But we forgot about that. And so we're going to forget about this too. Unless, you know, somebody brings up uh, Kanye again. But. That's all there is to it. And now, what I really wanted to talk about, and I don't want to take too much talking about this either, is um, this morning I actually just read about um, Paul Paul Pelosi, uh, Nancy Pelosi's uh, husband, being attacked in his home with a hammer. Now... I don't care much for Nancy Pelosi. I have my problems. I have my problems with that other fucking uh, guy. What's his name? Mitch McConnell. All these senior politicians that are pushing really old age. I mean, are they really qualified to lead our country? But I guess, you know, might be the best choice or people just don't know any better. And they're just comfortable with having her uh, be the house speaker, but I'm not here to attack her politics. I'm not here to, you know, raise questions about the insider trading stuff. It's a, I know it's a joke and it's not only the right winged people. I mean, if you go to uh, finance, Twitter, or FinTwit, um, You'll see there are pages about Nancy Pelosi insider trading. And then, you know, it's it's crazy because she's worth like, she's like a multimillionaire on a um, public servant salary. So uh, lots of insider training. Well, the husband's pretty rich himself. But I could go off on that, but I'm not going to because hearing that, you know, this man's home was broken into and he was attacked with a hammer and then he was being and he was hospitalized it it really doesn't 
it's sad. It is incredibly sad. You know, let me just read uh, some of the some of what the New York Post had had to say about the attack. So, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband was hospitalized Friday after an unknown assailant broke into the couple's San Francisco home and reportedly attacked him with a hammer. Now, normally I would make the whole argument about, oh, well, why didn't he have a firearm? You know, again, you know, his wife is part of the party that, you know, wants to get rid of guns, but that's, that might be his personal choice. Even if he does have the right to, to own the firearm, maybe that was his choice not to have one. So, you know, my little, my little monkey brain wants to attack the fact that, you know, he didn't have a firearm, but, you know, some people, you know, really don't want to own them. Some people really don't believe that they're going to be attacked in their home. And it's sad to say that, you know, he was attacked in his home. I know a lot of, I know a lot of pro gunners out there, you know, myself included after, you know, you know, for some time used to believe, oh, you had to carry your gun with you, um, even to go take a take a shit. And who knows? It could happen. But that's just too many what ifs for me to kind of keep my head on a swivel. You know? And there's some people that really don't want to have guns in their homes just because, you know, they themselves feel like they're not capable of handling recall. Or they're not capable of, you know, racking the, the slide on a semi-auto, you know, and then you'll hear the crowd are saying, oh, we'll just get a cylinder gun, just get a revolver, it's much easier to shoot, I mean, 38 is pretty easy to shoot, it has similar ballistics to 9mm, where the hell am I going with this, I'm sorry, I'm going into a pro-gun slash anti-gun rant, but it's a shame that he was attacked in his home, so um, let me just read a little bit more. Spokesman Drew Hamill said in a statement that Paul Pelosi, 82 years old, was violently assaulted but was expected to make a full recovery. The assailant is in custody and the motive for the attack is under investigation. So, and they also go off to mention that Pelosi's home was uh, targeted and the attack was not random. I mean... Poor guy, he really didn't have to. Uh, nobody should ever experience that. I don't think. I don't think people should really go out here and say, you know, they wish that it was. I'm. I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there saying, oh, they're going to wish that it is. Um, that it was. That it was Nancy that should have been uh, beat down, or they should have killed the husband or killed the wife. Like, no. I mean, we're talking about a career politician and their and their wife. I mean, they're not Hitler. They're not. They're not, you know, a devious um, dictator. Okay, they're just politicians with differing opinions um, with a lot of people, and you know, for all we know, they're probably good. They're very, very good people of their job or outside of you know their occupation I mean even even the Republican opponent for uh, 
Pelosi's, uh, I think, House Speaker seat um, or in her district. John Dennis tweeted on the attack of uh, on Paul Pelosi, saying it was an appalling act that deserves condemnation and contempt. Look at that. He even he got to see the human um, that was the victim of this attack. Okay, and then <laughs> they have the nerve to show a, a mugshot of of Paul Pelosi during arrest of suspicion of DUI in California. <laughs> Jesus Christ! New York New York Post has no chill. Did I just say that? Oh my lord! Okay, and then and then Dennis goes on to say, "No one has the right to violate another's property, nor to initiate force on anyone else." The Pelosi's are neighbors. My family and I wish a speedy recovery for Paul and for swift justice on the assailant. I mean, at the end of the day, we just want each and every single one of us to be safe. We want to be well guarded we want to be fed and so and we don't want that to be taken away from us or to be um to be violated so to speak and unfortunately the pelosi's were violated in a very intense way and it sucks that people That people don't feel safe like this in their homes, including the spouses of uh, prominent politicians here in this country. So uh, to Mr. Pelosi, I wish him a speedy recovery. And they somehow have uh, the New York Post had basically found a way to kind of twist it into something about um, something political. (laughs) So the disturbing assault also took place 11 days before the midterm elections when Democrats are expected to lose control of the House of Representatives after four years of majority, in part due to the Republican candidates making an issue of rising crime in cities across the city. Way to go, guys. Way to go to flip this into a uh, political thing. Then we go off onto some statistics of San Francisco reporting double-digit increases in homicides, 17%, larceny thefts, 21%, and theft from vehicles in 2021 over 2020. And all property crimes have spiked 13% in 2021 in over the previous year. I mean, you just hear these numbers thrown around. It's just like, yeah, it's quite scary, but, you know, that's that's just a whole enchilada to kind of digest and take down. So, so um, and it's a shame it happened in San Francisco. You know, I I was under the impression that it was a pretty safe place, but then I hear you know the stories of you know the uh, endless amount of homeless people up and down the streets. Uh, we're talking about the drug use. And I thought that was just Fresno or maybe parts of L.A., but, yeah, it's a shame that, you know, he was hurt and beaten senselessly in his home. I um, I don't know what else to say besides that. So I hope he stays um, stays well. I hope he recovers well. 
yeah, I just wish sometimes senseless violence would stop. But, you know, what can you do? Except, you know, hope for the uh, hope for the betterment. I mean, yeah, you get active in violent in um, in preventing violence. But, you know, kind of breaks down to, you know, human behavior. All right, I'm going to get away from that depressing topic, and I actually wanted to talk about, um, I've been I've been having way too much fun with this AI art stuff, so um, I found this uh, new website called Night Cafe, yeah, they have uh, Dolly 2, and they have um, a variety of programs, let me check it out real quick. So we have like a stable diffusion. We have an open AI Dolly 2. We have coherent clip guide diffusion. Uh, style transfer. Turn your photos into masterpieces. Um, I think it's pretty cool. Like I said, Night Cafe. Um, check it out. It's free to use. I'm having, like I mentioned, <laughs> I've been having way too much fun with this stuff. I really have, and um, yeah, I'm just going to keep creating more of this art stuff, okay, and I'm going to keep posting it on Instagram, and I'm going to uh, post it on Twitter, um, I'm just trying to build up a massive portfolio, because uh, shit, I can see the utility of uh, Dolly and GPT, uh, GPT three and four, five, and up to like sixty nine. Hopefully, wink, wink. But we shall see. Okay, I am actually going to wrap up today's episode with just that. And yeah, that's all there is to it. That was a doozy. Thank you for tuning in to this is your mind ranting this Friday. I hope your weekend is spectacular. It is amazing. And I will catch you guys next week. Take care.